What's up, guys? Nice to meet you. Nice yeah, to meet nice you to too, man. We're excited to get into this. Excited to ask you some questions, but uh, yeah, welcome to the uh, to the colossal show. Sounds good, yeah. man. Thanks. Thanks for having us, guys. Of course, of course. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Talk about the type of music you make and what you've done over the past five years. Um, me and Ayush have been making music together since we were like fourteen, maybe. I think the first uh, most prominent one in our minds is Kyojin, which is a band that we had for a few years, um, and we released a couple albums with, and did a lot of cool things. Like we 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 were able to tour India a little bit. We were able to um, manage and produce a fundraiser to fund our second album. Uh, it was really exciting, and now we're sort of moving on into more solo focused things. Where I've uh, endeavored on my own project, and Ayush has been there. um supporting you know creatively and logistically and things like that um but yeah that's sort of the trajectory we're on now you guys you, all the interviews that we've done so far have been with solo artists we haven't interviewed any groups um any bands nothing so this is our first interview with with a group of people can you talk a little bit about the dynamic of working within a group setting i mean how different do you think that is than working as a solo artist i know you talked about the safety of the industry but also the the creative process how does how does that work for you as a band uh, well i think i think um it's a lot of it is honestly for the first two albums has been me composing and um writing parts for these other guys and then we and then we sort of work together to tinker those parts and like bring out you know what they want to bring with their instrument uh, within the song and that sort of there's a but there's a transition there that happens when you start writing purely solo music which is what has been happening for the last 2 years uh, which is that there's no longer that tinkering aspect to the song and what happens is that's replaced by a uh, sort of you revisiting your music constantly and trying to better your music and um, it's it's just sort of this this sort of uh, cycle and it's all contained within your own brain which is maybe not the most um, creatively efficient way to go about anything So I think it's important to in- still involve a sort of group setting even when you're making music as a solo artist. Also when we were like working together a whole lot of the music aspect, right? He knew he knew everyone's strengths, right? He knew my strengths as a drummer as well as my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. The same applies for the guitarist and the bassist, right? So is this is this those little things that I feel like when you're working in a group setting, when you're working together as a band those are the kind of you know you, you those are the kind of advantages you pull from it but mm-hmm. while like he said right as i've been working with him not creatively when when it comes to the song but i've been listening to how the song progresses uh when as him being a, a solo artist right and every every single time he comes to a few of us we have a pre tight knit you know music circle every single time he comes to us for advice and something we all give him like you know uh from our view so that's where i feel like i give him and a, a certain other friends have a different introspective you know in a different way to look at it so yeah that's how it works i guess mm-hmm. so sticking to alex's question of how you progress and evolve together as a group can you tell us a little bit about the 
transition of your music between Tana and Don't Worry, which was two years apart, and how you grew as artists in those two years to produce a completely different album in Don't Worry? Yeah, I think it's mostly just um, discovering the strokes and ripping them off. <laughs> <laughs> the two singles we released um, between the two albums was sort of getting comfortable with bringing on uh, the two other guys in the band, Arvind and Pradyun, and um, getting them sort of accustomed to their roles in the band. And uh, it's, it's, it's funny because you see the first single is sort of all composed and written by me. I think I also played most of the guitar parts. And it's like, as our mu- music progressed, it became easier for them to sort of slot in and bring their expression to the song. Um, and I think Don't Worry is sort of like a culmination of that. Like they really brought a lot to the album and it wasn't just like a composite. It wasn't just them playing through the album. It felt like. I also feel yeah. like it maybe maturity. I don't know. I don't know. Like Rahul and I basically, we were the kind of the first people uh, from that entire music group that we had. No, there was a bunch of us from uh, from our school and people that we knew were like, you know, doing music and like singing and like, playing the instruments and whatnot. But I think Rahul and I were, when we were like, I think 15 is when we started Kyojin. And that's the first time both of us were like, you know, like seriously considering uh, trying to build a career at least in music. And I think at that, yeah, that's the only reason we decided to you know, really go for it. We tried to get other people on board, but initially a lot of them said, that's kind of why we decided to just the both of us an acoustic project. And eventually I feel like once Arvind and Pradyun, they saw what we were doing. They were like, yeah, like if you guys are doing it, I want to get in, get in on it. And it just worked. Like it's just, we always wanted them to come on board and finally having them say yes was, was a way for us, you know, finally do what we wanted. And and at the same time, we, we found out about the strokes. So <laughs> it, <didn't work. laughs> it was hilarious. Right before you guys hopped on this call, Alex was like, yo, you know, they, they sound kind of similar to the strokes, man. And then you guys come on, you're like, oh yeah, we totally ripped off the strokes. So. <laughs> that's why we're, that's why we're chuckling. <laughs> Man's called it, man. He was way out of it. <laughs> but uh, what did the other guys, uh, what did the other guys bring to the, to the table, to the band? I mean, um, like I'm, I know you're working on solo music now and um, that they're like not as much in the picture anymore, but I'm curious sort of what that, that group dynamic was like and what, what everybody brought to the table yeah i think i think um well we're all we're all sort of still in the in the music uh, realm of things like everyone's still sort of working in music i know that pradyun is starting to make his own music at this point um arvind has always made his own music uh ayush does what he does <laughs> probably not creatively as much but you know functionally and logistically is like really involved in music pretty much every day so um, it's still progressing like that and they the, the roles in the band are maybe not um, it's it's not it's not like we're functioning and making new things every day but we're all still part of sort of a group and we all talk to each other pretty much almost every day so it's mm. there's always that avenue open to be able to make things but now now that um, I've I've sort of worked my way into being a, a more bona fide producer and so have some of the other people in the group. I feel like that's a whole other direction to our music that we're excited to take now and that we're looking forward to um, using. I'm pretty sure we will do something in the future. Whenever the time does permit, I do feel that whenever we do come back, we will create something amazingly good because 
we've all individually grown as artists. It's exciting to hear that you as a group are, are still planning on trying to get some things together and trying to trying to still create some art because I I mean I'm I'm a big fan. I was I was not expecting to to like Don't Worry as much as I did. Um, but it was Thank really you. high Thank quality, you. man. Like it you you said, I mean it sounds a lot like the strokes. I mean there were like three or four songs in there where I was like, yo, this has to be a FIFA song. Like I swear I've heard this before. Um <laughs> But it was really quality, man. I, I was super impressed to hear it. So I'm glad that Thank I'm you. glad to hear that y'all are y'all are possibly going to be coming back together at some point when the uh, when the time allows. I want to um, ask a quick question, if that's okay, about um, one of the songs on the project. I think it was Valentine's Day, 1998. Um, mm. That song, I thought was a little bit different to the rest of the songs on the project. Um, and Raul, I, I assume that you're the one who wrote it, so. Um, could you maybe take us through a little bit the back into the background of that song a little bit, the story behind it, if that's okay with you? Yeah, definitely. It was just, it's just sort of, um, it's maybe not as narrative focused as the other um, songs in the album, which is when I look back to writing, don't worry. That's what I was like really into at the time was like storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really evident with the, uh, there's a track on there. I can't believe I'm forgetting the names of the tracks, but uh, it's called Gap Gaps in the Walls. Yeah. And um, that one is sort of really story driven. And that was sort of the pinnacle of what I was trying to achieve with that album. But Valentine's Day was more melody focused, more um, rhythm driven. Kind of that, that's, the, that's the song where I feel like there is a demo of it somewhere out there, um, which, we, which we did release to like some of the... Uh, people who help fundraise for the album, but um, mm. you can you can really clearly see the difference between that demo and and uh, the final project, because I think that song had the most tinkering, the most uh, sort of creatively everyone pitching in in the studio. Um, you know, vocally, there was some parts of the song where I, would, I was overdubbing for like a couple hours, just trying to find the right harmonies and trying to find the right um, way to con convey these sort of really simple lyrics. So I think uh, at its core, the song is very simple, which sort of differs from the rest of the album. But I think that really helps drive what it's saying forward. I don't know why it just took us a really long time. And like, like, like Rahul said, that while he was doing the audio, it, there was just so much of experimenting and stuff going on. And at one point, we were just like, you know, the song is so different from the, entire, from the rest of the entire album because the rest of the album was quite high energy. This one was kind of a, you know, a low energy song. But Rahul... Rahul really liked the entire aspect of tinkering along with us so much to a point where, you know, we kind of wanted to nail it down. And he was he was just very sure that that song had to go into the album. But I had a lot of reservations. I was quite sure that that song wouldn't fit into the album. And uh, But I, I think it was the best decision to go with him because he was completely right. Even though it was quite different from the entire song. Just, just the way the, the way song... It just conveyed a lot of, you know, what we were trying to do, show, especially considering this was our first album. We also wanted to show that, you know, uh, we do, we're not, we're not just another high energy pitch band, right? That's just not, that's not our only vibe. But we do want to have a lot of different things that we can do under our belt. And that it does sound like a lot of like story, or, I mean, not really a story, but it just had a lot behind it also, personally for Rahul. So that was just one of the driving points towards having that song on the album. Keeping on the topic of your uh, solo projects now, uh, 
what do you think's different between producing an album with a group and working on your own and how do you think how do you think that weighs into the whole uh, creative thing into producing music and making your own stuff as compared to doing it in a group it it has its uh, blessings and its curses like it's it's kind of like sort of having complete control over that i'm able to include everything i want to there's a lot of like weird moments in there there's a lot of like weird vocalizations and voicings that I know wouldn't have made it into a Kyojin album um, <laughs> even though we would have you know enjoyed it at the time of making it but um yeah it's it's kind of so that's sort of the blessing of it but the curse is that you're you're constantly revisiting your own music and and no matter how many um times I'm able to share my my process with everyone it uh, it ends up it ends up sort of being recycled and being retuned and refined and that can that can be a a problem in terms of getting things done working as a solo artist as well so i, I don't know if you've gotten to perform yet uh, as a solo artist because i know you said you guys toured as a band obviously you guys are all split up right now but when you plan on performing your new ep and stuff do you plan on performing solo or do you plan on having someone behind you helping you with the backing music uh, what's the plan with that going forwards um the the plan was i have done a couple live streams um for other companies reason for charity when the lockdown started and and more recently now as well but um i haven't really performed anything properly by myself and um we we have been working on sort of an audio visual live performance where we shot we have sort of a movie edited together where it's um uh playing sort of in the background like as a backdrop to this live performance and we've just been looking for ways to sort of implement that um and so I think I think hopefully when things open up a little more over here we'll be able to experiment a little more with some live settings and see um what sticks but I think for right now the the plan is uh, to perform everything solo and have it sort of be um sort of a live performance of a production like um mm-hmm. I produce on Ableton um which is very live focused and so I'm sort of uh, excited to work with that work with looping and try to bring these songs like to life in a live environment mm-hmm. and i think it could really work out so oh, that mm-hmm. sounds really really cool yeah who do you make your music for i mean what's the like who's the who's the if there's a target audience or if it's you know kind of just you expressing your feelings but like who's who are you who are you putting this out for i mean what's the yeah who's the target i think something that was really interesting with what we did as a band compared to what Rahul is doing solo is that when when we were together i think we were making a lot of music that pleased the four of us but as 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 the group of four of us i think we were extremely energetic um you know and that kind of is what he wanted to translate on stage but then when you go towards what what rahul's done solo i think he's he's figured out a whole lot of not only what he wants to put out uh, as his strengths and you know what he wants to be as a musician he's also realized what's a bit more i guess consumer friendly i don't think that's the exact word but he's figured out what can what other people can relate to as well i just want to ask uh one more question which is kind of a question that we ask everyone that we bring on which is to do with your career so let's think maybe one year 12 months down the line what uh what do you want to happen within the next 12 months where do you want to be in 12 months whether it be with your solo work of course uh or maybe you're you know dipping your toes back into some group work where where, where do you want to be 
Um, well, I know that I know there's plans. There's definitely plans for us to get back together and make something, especially since we're all going to be back in India um, uh, for a few months now. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think uh, as a group, I'm just looking forward to experimenting. I think like with where we at, we where where we're at now um, as Kyojin, I'm I'm just excited to do sort of anything, and and I feel like there's going to be there's not going to be that aspect of wanting to. Uh, appeal to our audience. I feel like that's really that's really going to be something that that uh, translates in this whatever we choose to do next. But uh, as a solo artist, I think a lot of the next twelve months for me is going to be first of all. I hope logistically we're going to be able to put together a live performance and put together this EP to be able to release um, along with some other cool stuff. Uh, in terms of uh, we have some wacky merchandise coming out, like just weird things that. <laughs> we hope uh, are going to uh, sell kind of well and, and have that image behind them. But um, also it's it's sort of in, in uh, further creative works, I want to be able to um, coagulate like everything that I've been or, or amalgamate everything that I've been uh, listening to into sort of one project that kind of really speaks to um, the kind of music I'm listening to now, where uh, as it is, I sort of have this sort of identity crisis with where I'm going after this EP. Mm. Um, and I think the next 12 months are going to be, you know, key in figuring out um, what I want to do. Uh, I will I will shout out uh, an artist who I think is is um, is bringing the Indian independent music scene like to the next level, which is this guy called Lifafa. Um, and I think I think uh, I'm sort of like really enamored by his work and trying to uh, feature some of the things that I like about his work in my own right now and uh, there's just sort of a confusion with that that I hope um, figuring more out about myself will 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 uh, sort out so yeah a bit of soul searching down the road <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. with me I think uh, yeah I'm, I'm happy that these boys are back in India back uh, back in back in Bangalore so I do see you know it's whatever if we if we do get together and decide to do something again or release something we will get together you know experiment a whole lot but if we do decide to release something maybe even if it's a single or you know ah x city is gone can you guys still see me <laughs> yeah. yeah all right <laughs> i don't think this is a <laughs> okay um anyway what i was what i was saying is that um if uh, if we do get together and uh, on this is not a good look. One sec. Is this better? Yeah, Perfect. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, yeah, whatever, if we do get back together and decide to release something, right, I, I feel like it'll be a whole lot different to what we've done before. But we've, as a, as a band, even though we haven't done anything of substance in the past two years, um, we still have a really solid backing, you know. I still have a lot of my friends coming up to me and saying, "Bro, like, why? Why are you not making music? Why is Kyojin? Why have you guys just disappeared?" Mm. Uh, I mean, we, there are reasons and stuff behind that, but um, it'll be extremely different, and I still feel that we'll have the same kind of backing. So that's just I I, I know for a fact that we have a really strong backing, people who will always keep backing us. So that's that's kind of where I see. Uh, a lot of difference in what we will do 
in the future, but still have that solid strong backing. And I, and I do feel that it'll be much better than what we done because, like I said, as individually as artists, we've all grown. So when we, I feel like when we do come together, it'll be very different. And personally, I, I, I don't think I've ever been that creative person. I'm not the kind of person to sit down and write songs. I'm the person kind of person to always drum to them, see what I can bring in from a drumming aspect. So I definitely want to further. I've I've joined another band as well. Um, once once these guys, you know, left to uh, different different countries, uh, I joined another band. So that's a purely Bangalore based project. And all of those guys, I'm 20, and the other guys are 35 and 37, and they've been you know performing for a long time. So it that's also a completely different experience, right? They mm. saw they saw a lot of value in me as a drummer. They thought I could bring in a lot of stuff. So, but also they have a lot of experience. They've uh, they've been telling me, giving me a whole lot of you know um, advice and stuff on what I can do better and stuff. So it's really great to you know be working with other musicians as well. And more importantly, I think I want to get into the business side of music. I want to get into artist management, event management. Um, I've put up about five or six live shows up until now, and they've all have been profitable and they've been great, with great success. So I want to see if I can keep going ahead and working in that avenue because I feel like that's where best I work. So yeah, that's fantastic. Well, oh yeah. Um, best of luck to you both, both in your group and solo endeavors. Um, we'll definitely be following you very closely. We'll be obviously sharing whatever you guys decide to put out, and. Uh, it goes without saying, if you guys ever need anything from us on the Colossal side, you need another interview, whatever you need, uh, we're here to support you guys because we love your work and we've loved talking to you today. It's been really just a wonderful show. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Can't can't thank you enough. Really appreciate thank you, you guys. guys for having us. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for thank having you. us. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, hey, well, have a great rest of your day. It was lovely to see you guys. Lovely to meet you. Veer, thanks for introducing us. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the Colossal Show, boys. <laughs>